Hey, hey, welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, owner of Defy the Status Quo. In today's episode, we are talking with Nettie Owens, the founder of Sapari Solutions and the Momentum Accountability Program, and she shares the top three mistakes people make when visualizing. She also answers my question about whether or not it's possible to have the wrong vision. It really is something I've been struggling with, and I think you're going to find a lot of value in her answer. Let's get to it. Okay, so you actually touched on this in our previous episode, but in this episode, I wanted to talk about uh, the connection between vision and action for success. So the first thing I want to talk about was, you know, projecting a vision, visualization. I've heard of it before. Are there like common mistakes or or feedback that you hear, especially from new clients that you're working with? Um, and then... Let me start with that first question, because I feel like my second question is actually a bigger question. I feel like more of us would have achieved our dreams if we were doing it right. <laughs> yeah. And ooh, that's something to unpack right there. I was holding your question. I'm like, oh, she's going to ask a second question. I'm going to have to hold these in my mind. So thank you for letting me answer this one first. Yes. So common mistakes. Number one, if you did listen to the last segment, awesome sauce. And if you didn't go back and listen to it, because I'm going to just build on to it and assume that you heard it. Um, but one of the common mistakes is not connecting emotion and feelings into your vision. So it's really easy to say, I want a million dollar business and I can, I'm going to bring on, you know, 20 clients at X amount of dollars, five fifty thousand dollars I don't even know. Um, <laughs> It will get me there, right? And, and and never achieve it, right? You could just say it, and it will never be achieved. Um, right. For one, if you're only thinking about a dollar amount when you visualize, you're thinking way too small because I truly believe that we've been put on this planet to do something amazing, and a dollar amount is really kind of a way to measure if you're making progress, but it's not the end game. So the end game shouldn't be that dollar amount. It should be who you're going to impact, how you're going to impact them, what changes are you making in this role. Um, but if you're not tying emotion to that, you're going to have a really hard time. Um, mm. Number two, just making a vision board once a year is never going to cut it. Like you might see slight movement in the direction of where you're going, but it's not going to cut it. And so on those, on that same line, your company or you might be doing strategic planning, but only doing it once a year. Or you might be doing um, goal setting or New Year's resolutions. The reason they fail is because you only do them once a year. Like, let's shift that right now. Right. So your visualization needs to happen frequently. Like, just as frequently as you take a shower, rinse and repeat, you're going to visualize. Your vision can change it's mutable. It's okay if it makes adjustments as you go because you're, you'll notice that you are uh, progressing in the work that you're doing if you start visualizing more regularly. Another common mistake is accidentally infusing hardship into your vision. And what I mean is these words should never come out of your mouth when you start thinking strategically and doing your vision. And that is, like, I love how you're sitting up straight for this one. You're ready to hear it. I worked hard. I worked hard and I reached my goals. Do not say that. Because what's going to happen is 
you're creating hard work. It's, you're going to make it hard. Like, who wants to make it hard? Oh, my it's goodness. Nothing. We've been manifesting hard work, guys. I know. Don't manifest hard work. <laughs> oh, no. I know you're a hard worker. It's why you're an entrepreneur. It's why you've gotten to be as successful as you have been so far. Don't ask for it. It's the same thing about, like, praying for patience. Never pray for patience. Ever. Ever. These are, like, red X kinds of things. Don't let them come out of your mouth. Don't think them. I don't pray for I got four kids, Nettie. I don't pray for patience. No, no, it's a daily it's a daily practice in patience in your house, I'm sure. It is. Hmm. I'm I'm with you there. Um so just being really mindful of your word choice. If you want a business that runs with ease, then ask for it. Just like that. I have clients come to me with ease. Money flows to me with ease. I'm an abundant person. Like, I know these things are going to sound, for some of the folks listening here, really woo-woo. But just like I said in the last segment, your brain doesn't know the difference between what you're pretending and your reality. So if you pretend you're a hard worker, you'll get hard work. If you're pretending you're an abundant person, you'll get abundance. Um, I kid you not, this happened to me yesterday. I was on with a client. We were talking about how she needed to get money for this one project, and she was considering how she might get money, and I swear to God, this is true. The doorbell rang. (laughs) Someone showed up and wanted to buy the chairs on her porch that she had set out there for free and said, can I give you money for this? <laughs> can't make this stuff up category. Um, and I probably wouldn't have even believed it myself about four years ago. But now I understand kind of how all of this works together. Um, so just be mindful of those slippery slopes that you might be walking down. Number one, don't infuse hard work. Don't uh, don't leave your vision to just a once a year kind of activity and be sure to infuse emotion and feeling like feel like the person. So if this takes dressing like the person or putting a picture like, you know, if if you imagine that in your future iteration of your business, you have a well-appointed office, it's probably time to go buy that new desk. Now, just buy the new desk uh, or a gorgeous picture that you would love to look at on your wall. This all impacts um, you moving towards your goals. This is a really, this is actually something I, I've been personally struggling with or personally professionally struggling with for a little while. Um, when I started my business, I was full-time. I was pregnant with our fourth child and I I know exactly what you're talking about here because I visualized every day what it would be like when I was able to quit my job and run my business full time every single day. I had a few people that I talked about it with every single day and they were very critical to my support network, but they allowed me to get it out and every it was a it was kind of you know, just speaking it into the universe. And then I, I've gone through a phase in the last I would say probably year or so where um unfortunately, I kind of reached what I had been visualizing so hard. And then I was just kind of like, well, now what do I do? I guess the big question I have is, how do we know that we have the right vision? Like, I mean, I get not just focusing on like a dollar amount, like you said, but is is it possible to have the wrong vision? Like, what if that... 
I don't know. I don't, I don't want to add too many layers to this question. So, yeah, just how do we know that we have the right vision? The only thing that I've ever seen happen is that you visualize too small. Mm. So in this case, the only outcome is that you might get more than you visualized. That's true. That's not a bad thing. So no. if you're concerned, there's no right or wrong here. Like everyone's going to be okay. As I said, everyone comes out unscathed. No one gets harmed in the making of your movie, your vision, your life. So if, if you feel like you're not sure if it's the right vision, does it feel right? Like I would actually trust your gut on this one. And, and does it, are you excited by it? So you can plan and visualize super big. Like you can take over the world, Ruthie, if you want to. If that's in your vision. Um, wow, I certainly be- visualized taking over the army <laughs> while I was serving. That is true. <laughs> that's right. So it, there's no right. There's no right vision. Um, I would ask yourself to why. Like why is it that I'm questioning if this is the right vision. What is making me uncertain that this is the right direction for me? Is it because I'm scared? Is it because I have to learn something new? Is it outside of my comfort zone or is it really too small? Is it the, am I envisioning a particular direction because I want it or somebody else? Like just question, just be curious is really, you know, the only uh, advice I would have here is be curious about it. Okay. And I, I think that that right there is going to be pretty valuable to a lot of people right now, just because we are faced with a lot of uncertainty and, and yeah, you know, we're going to have to work really hard to kind of stay out of those mental traps of, of, of manifesting, you know, hard work and trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. So I don't worry about those anyway. You don't know <laughs> sure will, won't they, won't they? And so we just got to make them not as don't, don't feed them with your mind, right? Yeah, we got to yeah. deal with them as they come. And when they come and they're gone, we're just not going to, you know, labor over it anymore. Because this is the sort of things my audience wants to know. But how did you go about discovering that? Like, what's your, what are your top recommendations for businesses wondering how they should be marketing, right? It's different for different audiences, but how did you figure that out for yourself, for your business? Um, I just try stuff. I'm, I just, I'm being honest. Like, now we have a lot of time on our hands. Like, you know what I mean? Not And not in that way. Like, we're not bombarded with all of the things that we had to do. Like, now I, I, I physically cannot leave the house. I have a non-essential business, you know what I mean? And I cannot open my doors. So those 40 hours a week that I was spending actually providing services, I turned that into almost like a science project. 